Education is vital, but regional, rural and remote students in Australia face unique challenges when accessing education at all stages of development, as well as the associated advantages that students in more urban areas might take for granted. My Town is a collaboration between the Widening Participation Unit at Macquarie University and 2SER, asking rural students to describe some of the challenges, benefits and journeys they have faced in seeking education. In my hometown, I think there is an idea that if you weren't academic in school, why would you go to uni? I think that there is some truth to the fact that university is for certain types of people, but not in the sense that it should be limiting, in the sense that sometimes you go to uni and it doesn't work out and that's okay. But I, I think it's still an option for everybody to consider and to try and there should be nobody that feels like they shouldn't or couldn't go and give it a try. The misconception that university is for more academic students is very prevalent within rural areas. A child born in remote Australia is only one third as likely to go to university as a child born in a major city. Uh, so most of my school friends, uh, the far majority of them, did not go to university. Um, so uh, most of them, particularly guys, went into trades, so plumbing, um, building, etc. Um, a few of them, uh, my town is, like Port Macquarie and Warhope, um, do have a decent um, retirement sort of population. So there's a lot of um, jobs in, um, in uh, aged care, so a lot of the girls will go into that. Um, no, I get like traineeships and that, etc. Um, and then others, you know, have just gone out and done um, retail jobs or whatever. A few have gone to university, like a few went to Armidale University, which is near Port Macquarie, sort of a bit further west. Oh, I was one of two that went to Sydney. Oh, I wouldn't say most. I would say three quarters went to uni, and then a lot, surprising amount, a lot of people went like mustering. And I was like, okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm there for that. Um, so mustering is. Um, mainly in northern Queensland and that's where there's like no fences or no water so basically you've got to shift your cattle from one area to another and that's basically what mustering is you get on your horse and you camp for weeks moving cattle across <laughs> wide bits of land basically. Gap years have become more common for students in both rural and metro areas who want to experience the world and make sure that they're making the right choice about their future. But particularly for rural students, it's a chance to save money and create a safety net. When I finished year 12, I did take a gap year and I worked in a local um, daycare and preschool. Um, and I sort of just took the gap year because I wasn't 100% sure that I was ready to go to uni yet because I wasn't 100% sure what I wanted to study and I didn't want to just start studying something for the sake of studying and I wanted to try and narrow down what I wanted to do so I just took some time out to think about it um, and I worked really hard to build up my savings so that I didn't have to be a stress once I did get to uni um, and I think taking a gap year is fairly common um, amongst the people that do end up going to uni um, at home and a lot of them do just take that one year off and then go back to studying but I think I know a couple of people who have started a gap year and then just stopped the idea that they were going to go to uni afterwards. I did have a gap year. Gap year I highly recommend if you can. Um, first of all you like earn some money so I earned quite a decent amount of money while I was in my gap year. I also got some real world skills um, I was work, where, I, where I was working was um, at a rural store. I worked there in, for about 18 months in total. 
um, before I went to university and it was you know, a good experience. So I decided to take a gap year um, for a lot of reasons. One of them being that I couldn't quite uh, comprehend the idea of going straight into more study, especially after the HSC. Um, and another one was to build up my confidence. So especially coming out of Year 12, I wasn't very confident with myself whatsoever and I slightly fell back into like a little bubble where I was just like, I'm happy with the little friends group I've got, you know, I'm happy being like kind of by myself. So I applied for a school in Scotland to work and bought a ticket and basically just left. It was pretty something that I'd never done before, um, but I knew that I needed to do it so I can actually um, know that I could do new experiences and have fun with it. So. But another concern is how easy is the transition from gap year back into full-time study? So from going from no study whatsoever to back into quite, I would say, heavy study was surprisingly easy for me. So I um, really enjoyed my time off, but um, I knew that I wanted to get back into learning something, learning something different, um, and knowing that this degree was leading me somewhere. So at that point, I wasn't quite sure where it was leading me, but I knew it was going to pop me out at the end with some sort of idea of what I wanted to do. One of the major hurdles to conquer coming from a rural, regional or remote background is geography and how expensive it is to move. Some students live on campus, some with friends and relatives, and some within share houses with strangers or in apartments by themselves. For many, this is the first time that they've moved out of home and they must adapt to a new way of life in a very short time without the immediate support and presence of family. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the major issues. It's like, not so much if you're living you know, in Sydney where there's universities around you, you're not gonna have to move or anything, so you can just live at home if your parents you know, let you, which most are happy to do, I'm, I'm sure. Um, so that's not a big issue, whereas if you're from a regional area, um, you're more likely to have those financial issues, or if um, yeah, the, you know, you, you've got to pay rent for a start, um, and then there's you know other other issues such as you know just because you're living in a rental home doesn't mean you can't get evicted or you know something happens and you've got to move and there's all those sort of you've, you've got to have a, a financial um, sort of barrier in between you know you and having to just leave university kind of thing. Um, I mean, obviously you can get um, student allowance if you're. Um, um, depending on your circumstances, and that's where the gap year comes in handy again. Um, if you've done your gap year, and there, there is a particular amount of hours in a certain time period you have to have done, um, but if you do do it, then you can get that student allowance while you're at university and you have to rely on having to work and do uni. So one of the most important things that supported me in that decision to move away and also in the actual doing it was that I moved in with some family friends for a little while. Um, so I rented a room from them um, they were people that I've known my whole life and that was, it was good for me to know that I was moving with somebody that I knew but it was also really good for my parents to know that I wasn't just <laughs> moving in somewhere random um, and then that gave me the time that I needed to be able to find somewhere closer to uni um, and to be able not to have to rush into something because it was getting close to when uni was going to start <laughs> but just taking the time to slowly look around until I found the right place for me um, and yeah that's something that I still really value. Uh, so uh, I've lived in the same spot since I first came to uni. I've just got a, um, a I'm living in a unit just near campus. It's only about a 10 minute walk, which is great, and it's close to everything, so bargain. A big part of it was furnishing the place. So fortunately, um, because I worked, I had a good amount of savings. Um, so you know, furniture is expensive. You know, a few thousand dollars later, bang, you have a, a furnished apartment. 
Um, but like I go to, back to see my family, you know, fairly regularly. Like probably over a third of the year, I'm, I'm back in Warhope. Um, I still um, work um, with my old boss at the rural store. Um, whenever I go back, they sort of go, "Oh, Zach's back. You can sort of take time off." And I'm like, "Oh, great. I came here for a holiday, but okay." Um, but yeah, so like I, know, I, I didn't have a problem with it at all. I live on a college on campus um, called RMC. So I would say that's a very rural college. A lot of kids are from mainly Taworth, so it's great fun. You know, there's definitely a community vibe with it, so everyone, um, even though obviously you're doing a whole range of different degrees, you're all in the same boat. Basically, you're all stressed out about exams, you're all stressed out about um, assignments, but there's always constant events happening, so there's a time to take your mind off it and just be around people and have a bit of fun. The Department of Education has identified in a 2019 report that the financial cost of tertiary education remains an issue and a deterrent from pursuing further education for rural students. However, it is also identified that students in rural areas often don't know or can't decipher what financial support or education pathways are available to them. Um. So I received my ATAR in 2017 and I did apply for a couple of different degrees at Macquarie and at other universities and I got accepted into a few but I decided not to enrol um, and I waited 12 months and then I actually ended up applying for a different one that I hadn't applied for originally and when I applied for that they did take my ATAR into consideration um, but I also had to submit documents about why I wanted to be a teacher and what I had done in my time since finishing high school. Um, and why I thought I was a good fit for this degree. Um, and I think that the answers that I gave and the things that I was writing about um, were what got me into the degree rather than my ATAR because it wasn't technically high enough. <laughs> um, so ever since I moved, I have been supported by um, a Centrelink payment. So I've got youth allowance um, and I've also had a few one-off payments um, related to that. Um, but I've also been supported by the Country Education Foundation. So I did a lot of research about scholarships um, and I actually came across the Country Education Foundation from a radio ad <laughs> that they um, were sort of taking applications in my local area and I was like, well, I guess this is <laughs> worth a shot. And then I sort of looked into it and they were really helpful and they've supported me in other ways other than just money like they've um, regularly check in to make sure that everything's going okay in terms of my well-being um, and there's been a few follow-up um, sort of events where they've gotten us to get back in touch with other students that um, started uni at the same time as us from our local area which has been really nice as well. Um, so I applied via early entry um, so I before I got my ATAR results I knew I was in the university and then I was like oh good um, but, and that's the way to go if, if you can. Um, I went for mainly um, RMC scholarships, so that's the college that I live at. Um, I was very lucky to get um, a scholarship that um, paid for my whole year, second year, which was very lucky because at that point we are in fifth year of drought, so there was not a lot of money going around. And it made me feel so much better that I didn't, like, wasn't that dependent on my parents. So, and I've also got another scholarship this year, so I'm able to pay for college by myself as well, so I've not had to rely on my parents for two years. 
For a number of rural students, moving away from home in times of need, for example, bushfires, droughts, the death of a family member, it's common to feel guilty for leaving their families in a situation where they believe they could be offering assistance. So when I first arrived at RMC, um, we were in like our fourth year of drought. So things weren't looking that great um, and they weren't predicting rain until end of like two years time or something. So morale was not very high. And I, I have to admit when I was packing up to leave for RMC, I was very scared um, because just before that, obviously there was a bit of holidays and I was working quite hard on the farm to help move things along. So a lot of it was just feeding. You're constantly feeding every day. I felt a bit nervous obviously going into a new environment um, but I didn't really want to leave because I knew I was helping out quite a bit and I was like well now I'm just going to sit around especially for a week you sit around for a week having a lot of fun um, but there's still that sort of thought in the back of your mind where you're like well should I be at home and helping especially going home for the holidays and seeing that nothing's changed and you're like oh I really don't want to like constantly have that because I knew that my parents were paying for it and they'll be like, no, no, it's fine, it's fine. And you're just like, well, it's not really, but I know that you're just saying it so I can go back. So one of my biggest challenges um, for moving down to Sydney for uni has been the fact that I have had to move a lot of times um, for a lot of different reasons, dodgy landlords and um, people upping rent and just bits and pieces. And that's something that has been overwhelming at times, but I have managed to seek the supports that I've needed at different times. Um, and that has, not affected my results, but has affected how I felt about my results at times, just being a little bit overwhelmed in general. Um, and then the other really big thing that stood out to me was the drought and the fires last year, um, because my parents were in the line of fire at one point um, and stopping studying for an exam to listen to the ABC to see if my house was still standing was pretty stressful. <laughs> um, but yeah, those are probably my two biggest sort of challenges that I've had so far. For regional, rural and remote students, studying at university can be stressful at times, which is why it's important that they have a strong support network. My mum and my dad as well had a very high expectation that I would um, find what I wanted to do and then I would go and be successful in it. They didn't mind what it was that I chose to do, but just that I was going to find something that I really wanted to do and I was going to work hard um, and I was going to find something that I was happy doing as well. Town explores the learning journeys of students from regional, rural and remote areas. My Town was created, researched and produced by Macquarie University's Winding Participation Unit. My Town podcasts were produced by Winding Participation Unit and Macquarie Media students in collaboration with 2SERFM. To discover more about My Town, please visit www.mq.edu.au slash leap slash mytown. We'll search up My Town under Macquarie University Winding Participation Programs, Our Initiatives. My Town is a winding participation initiative funded by the Higher Education Participation and Partnerships Program.